0: Log talk radio
1: Royalty
0: Royalty I was it a chosen people?
1: Bible in my hand. word of heart. And pain before my eyes. Broken people wanting to believe in something, looking for a lie trying to find the truth. But we give them doubt, train, We do something we don't. Hurting the people's pain. We do things that we want. Wolf and she's clothed with a cross on his chest. Taking people money, promising to be blessed. But power to the chosen people. Who at one point wasn't viewed as an
0: equal His
1: own children, people, Royal priesthood yeah. Yeah, That you've been called out of the darkness Into the bottom sun Do you know who you are Royal yeah. Once we weren't the people Now we are the people Do you know who let them call you those things, if you knew you were a queen, and my brother would you be out there risking your life for green paper, if you knew you had it all already, if you knew you were a queen,
0: Well, the best I can offer is to tell you the truth, Mercy changed change everything for me and you, but they don't really tell us what we do need to know,
1: First Peter 2 and 6 a pleasure for sure. Some power to the chosen people, who at one point was viewed as an equal. His
0: own chosen people,
1: a royal priesthood. Hey, is that you were called out, called, called
0: out into the modern times.
1: Do you know who you are? Mm-hmm. Royal team. Yeah. Once we were the people, the mercy made us the people. Now we are the people. You're royal. Yeah. I would be the chosen people But what one fool wouldn't do to believe His own chosen people, a royal
0: priesthood yeah. Royal. Yeah.
2: Well, I I want to welcome everyone to another episode on this blog talk platform. This is the Five Small Stone Network. I'm Brother Seth. Yes, yes, yes. We are royalty tonight, brothers and sisters, and we have really everybody in the house. So uh, Israelites of royalty as well as Gentiles of promise. Everybody in the house tonight, I want to thank you for your time, brothers and sisters. Folks, tonight is open forum, uh, open discussion with the Israelites tonight. Again, open discussion with Hebrew Israelites tonight. I want to thank you again for your time. I can't say it enough. I know I'm very repetitive. I do it every week. But folks, uh, like I say so often, you can be doing so many other things with your time. And so I am so grateful for you all tuning in uh some of you have been not missed the show well nearly not missed the show. I'm sure everybody has missed the show but uh some of you have pretty much have heard all of the th- all of the shows we put out pretty much, and I'm thankful for it uh brothers and sisters. I don't take your time lightly uh folks tonight we're gonna have um this open discussion what does that mean? open discussion j- just simply means we're gonna be discussing whatever's on your heart or your spirit um uh, no nonsense, we're serious tonight, uh, so we'll be discussing whatever is near and dear to your heart and your spirit. Uh, who are we? Uh, I am Brother Seth Turner. I'm the creator of the Fossil Souls Network. I'm the host, and I'm going to have on co-hosts uh, here in a little bit. I'll talk about them uh, coming up here. But folks, we basically are, are, are should I say, the most important thing is we are people of the Most High YAH, YAH of Israel, hallelujah. We are here on his behalf to uh, speak from this, uh, what we call the Holy Spirit, spirit, on Hebrew. The Hebrew uh, the, um, if I can talk tonight, the um, Ruach HaKodesh, we're here to speak under the influence of this Ruach uh, to two uh, open forum topics uh, the different topics that may come up tonight, we hope to share some light, share some wisdom, share some direction. not that we have it all together—that's a joke—but we know someone that have it all together. We know the wisest voice in the earth, and he speaks through his Holy Spirit, his Ruach Hakadosh. And tonight, we're going to be open. All right, we're going to talk about things uh, on different topics. But just know tonight, you won't be wasting your time. Brothers and sisters, you're going to be hearing some solid uh, uh, solutions. And, and where we don't have solutions, we'll be in prayer that we will come to some solutions. So we don't have all the answers, brothers and sisters. But I don't think you can find a panel uh, probably blogging with the uh, intentions and the, the motivation to try to get out to the people what thus said this Father, the uh, the, the Elohim of Israel, the God of Israel. So tonight... Thank you for tuning into the Five on Network. Um, I'm going to try to get into the program a little sooner than I normally do, but I, there's a few things I have to talk about. Uh, we try to do them every so often because we get new listeners all the time. And uh, we have recently found out we'd be list, we're listened to by even more countries than I thought we uh, were listened to. Put a little background music here. And so, folks, because of these different uh, nations that are tuning in, um, play a little dance to Yahweh in the background here. But yeah, like I was saying, but we got uh, uh, new listeners, and because of that, we want to be respectful. And uh, and uh, just hold on one second, everybody. I'm in the trailer. We got a phone call coming, which is odd. I'll be right
1: back. Get on your feet and dance
2: Okay, sorry about that folks. Just uh, just had to get that call coming in. But brothers and sisters, like I was saying, um I every so often I like to talk about um why we call ourselves the Five Smooth Network and
0: uh,
2: uh again, uh the Five phones is nothing more than five answers or five topics that came out of five questions that I asked the most high some time back. So those of you that are new to the Five Snowstone Network, here it goes. Um, some time back For brothers and sisters After attending a convention In Fort Worth, Texas It was called A Believers Convention um, And again I'm just talking about Where we get the name Five source And how this all started Because again we, did, we got new listeners All over the world Really And um, And some of you Just don't know So anyway Here we go We try to do this like Every uh, five or six shows But In 1987 um, I asked the father Five questions uh, that led to five uh, topics, five answers and five topics. So after, in 1987, there was a word that went out to people at that convention that God is getting ready to use the black man like never before, and the first is going to be last, and the last is going to be first. That was the word. God is getting ready to use a, a black man like never before, and the first is going to be last, and the last is going to be first. Well, brothers and sisters, um, we rejoice. There was a lot of rejoicing at that convention over that word that went forth. So, um, one more time, the word was, God is getting ready to use the black man like never before. And the first is going to be last and the last is going to be first. We rejoice, our wild brothers and sisters, rejoice so much so. But between 1987, 1988, something happened very strange. I... Came across racism in the church, and I did not know that even racism existed in the church like it did. I thought racism was something that the world did, not so much what they did in the churches. What happened sisters, I in 1988, the same word went forward, that God is getting ready to use a black man like never before, and the first is going to be last, and the last is going to be first. It happened again, but Kenneth Copeland added some extra. He said he has something to tell black men. But he, he said, "Hey something I have to tell black people, but he just can't share it right now." Now here's something I found out between 1987 and 1988, seeing the racism in churches. Again, I was familiar with was in the secular world, but not in churches. I found out something that a lot of our white brothers and sisters do when they're struggling with racist, uh, 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 racism. They will prolong they will put off what is due you right now. They will put off. Uh, instead of saying you can't be principal of this school or you can't be the next whatever in this establishment, what they will say is God is getting ready. God is getting ready to lift you up. And sometimes they even put butt on and say, um, um, "You your uh, are, 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 word is in you even stronger than some of us. And one day you're going to tell us white people, you're going to lead us white people. They'll try to butter you up and gas you up with all these different um uh, uh, things about you, what you're going to be, what you're going to be, and how you're going to have this and how you're going to have that. So in 1988, one year after Kenneth Copeland gave that word, he repeated it and said again, God's going to use the black men like never before, and the first is going to be last, and the last is going to be first. I did not rejoice because I perceived it was that gospel of delay, I call it. It's good news but not for now, which is not. A gospel at all but i'm just saying that's what i call it a gospel of the racism folks so i didn't rejoice and he went on to say something very disturbing he said i have something to tell you black people but i can't tell you right now when i tell you you're going to tear up the convention center he said you're going to rejoice so mightily if i once i tell you but i can't tell you right now now i want y'all to really think about what this man is saying God is getting ready to use the black man, like never before. The first is going to be the last, and the last is going to be first. Then he says, I got something to tell y'all, but I can't tell y'all right now. Now, some of you might say, why are you waiting on him to tell you? That's a good question. But nevertheless, this is one of the most respected men on the planet in the church. So, brothers and sisters, I left with a broken heart. I left with a broken heart. I said, Father, I'm tired of the racism in these white men. I'm tired of them dictating what happens to us because I don't think they're telling us the truth. I don't think that they are really at our for our best interest. I said, Father, and I asked him these five questions, not necessarily in this order though. I said, Father What is with you using the black man? What is with this? I say, so if the white man seeks you, you're not going to use the white man in these times. You're going to use the black man. What if the white man's heart is better? It just sounds like that these folks are torn with our lives. They're just saying something. Father, what is with this new word that I keep hearing that you're getting ready to use, the black man? I ask the father that, y'all, I asked the father to so to help me, and I'm telling you, it's just like a son who's just at his wits' end, claws up on his daddy lap and asked questions. That's all I was doing, but I just was a bald man. I was asking him, what is with you in the a black man? Like these preachers are saying. Then I asked him, that's question number one. Question number two was, what's going on, father? I hear that there's something called a secret society. Is that true? I said, Father, I can't trust the news because the news is controlled by white, these white men that is shown to be racist. What's going on in our world, Father? What is going on? I prayed that prayer, brothers and sisters. I asked them what was going on in our world. I keep hearing of something called the New World Order. I keep hearing that there's some wars planned out as far as 30 years. I, I, I hear that what we see on the news is not real news. This was in 1988. I prayed this prayer, brothers and sisters. I say, Father, what is really going on? Then I asked the Father this. I said, can I understand the book of Revelation? Can I understand the book of Revelation? I say, I can't trust Hal Lindsey, uh, Pat Robinson, uh, the Hilton Suttons, all these people that are talking about end-time prophecy. I no longer trust these white men because I recognize a lot of these people are real and they love you. But they have issues with their brother, they have issues with black people telling them their true destiny, their true heritage they have they struggle, and that's what I'm saying to some of y'all right now listening as I talk about where we get the name Five fromstone and uh what started a lot of what I do today on this uh little engine that could that we call the five phone network. This is our origin right here, these questions this all started in nineteen eighty eight and of course we've been blogging since two thousand eleven, but a lot of things have I have the father used me, uh, in regards to these five questions I'm asking. So I asked him, understand the correlation. That was another question. Another question I asked the father was I keep hearing there's blacks in the Bible. I said, Father, I don't care what color Christ was Next at the time, brothers and sisters I thought it was white. I probably had my Bible have probably had white images. But I asked the father, were there anybody in the Bible that looked like me I figured he was gonna answer me and say well yes there's some people in the Bible look like you there's a guy over here there's a guy over there guy back in the corner over there and this guy over here was that's what I expected the father to show me and I was gonna be proud about it but that's not what he showed me I'll talk about that in a minute when I answer these five questions the last question I asked the father was could I see the world let me back up on back on the uh, the, uh, asking father about blacks in the Bible for those of you that listen to these programs and you see a bunch of our titles, especially when we talk about leprosy, it, sound, it sounds like hatred. You're saying, brother, brother I listen to some of you all shows, and I don't know, man. Y'all sound like, I don't know about your show, brother. They sound like y'all hate white people. I want you to remember I asked the father, were there are blacks in the Bible? And I told him I had no trouble with Christ being white. At the time, that's exactly what I thought. I thought the Messiah was white. But I told him I didn't have trouble with it. But I wanted to know, was there any blacks in the Bible? just a simple question. Again, a child, any child would ask his father this question. I'm sure you thought about it as a child yourself. So I asked the father that is a grown man, and the last question I asked the father was, can I see the world? Can I see the world? I asked the father, I said, father, I'm tired of white men and their interpretation of everything in this world. And I'm just stuck with them, with what, how they see you, how they see African Americans or how they see us as a people, how they see themselves, how they see wealth, how they see how to live, how to go about your day. Everything we ever taught was by them. Father, can I see the world? Those are the five questions I asked the Most High. All right? So, don't that make a lot of sense, brothers and sisters? I mean, don't that sound like something that some of you would do? You would ask those questions, right? So, brothers and sisters, listen to what happened. I got answers. He began to answer those five questions. Now, as far as whether or not he's using the black man, like Kenneth Copeland said other ministers were saying in 1987, he's not using black men because they're black. The father does nothing on the earth based upon skin color. He just don't use people based upon skin color. It's just that's just not a grouping of people. It's just it's a social construct. What he is doing that a lot of those preachers and prophets would sing through probably the Holy Spirit, that Ruach HaKadosh, was a black face on the church coming. And it wasn't because they were black. It's because what he is doing in this latter time what the fathers revealing a lot of our white brothers and sisters because of the, the, the racism in their heart, they're not going to teach it. They're not going to teach it, they're not going to talk about it, as well as a lot of black churches that are following these churches too closely instead of the Holy Spirit, instead of following the Ruach HaKadosh, they're following a lot of white churches, and so you can't hear what the Father is doing in these latter times in a lot of these churches, and that's one reason blogs are birth and, and are blowing up all over the place, because folks are led are crying out for answers and they're looking for truth and you just can't find it in a lot of our religious institutions and in our educational centers so blogs have been birthed just like this and this is where you're getting a lot of truth I kid you not the father's not using a black man because he's black but because he, with the word that he's sharing anyone that talk about it that's where the people are going to get gravitate to and it just so happens that so-called African-American, a lot of dark-skinned people is teaching this. But where white people, or so-called white people, if I can use that term, when they do teach and tell what the Father is, they are enjoying prosperity as well. So that's why the church is singlet and darker, blacker, so to speak. As far as what's going on, what's going on, when the Father begins to share with me what's really going on, nation, there is no way in the world I can in this little short two, three-minute explanation of the 5-6-Stone Network here you answer that question. I can just say this in a nutshell. Our world has been taken over a long time ago. As much as I believe in voting and protesting and all that, the New World Order has control of this earth. Satan has control of this earth, not because he's Satan, not because of the New World Order, but because man has been deceiving and giving their will to the New World Order. So the New World Order stands unchallenged by any other entity on the earth it's the most strongest organization on the earth nothing can uh, rival it nothing rivals it but the kingdom of God I mean nothing is nothing can topple it but the kingdom of the Most High Yah, and that is that's what's happening just two people in the ring now no more nations all this nation this nation no it's the new world order in the kingdom of the Most High without going to details and we've done uh, about I don't know maybe 50 shows in the new world order all you have to do is Google on blog, talk radio, and uh, a New World Order, and you'll get that. As far as can I understand the book of Revelation, ditto. You simply can Google five students on blog, talk radio, and type in New World Order. We talk about the book of Revelation. As far as blacks in the Bible, I told you I thought that the Father would show me uh, so-called black people sprinkle here and there throughout the scriptures. I had no idea that the Bible was full of predominantly black people and where white skin does appear it's not spoken unfavorably because it was a recessive trait back then There wasn't white people uh, not a nation anyway and so they hadn't formed yet and so these this was a recessive trait so the Bible is a black book and I wasn't expecting it I really thought that uh I really kind of – this may sound a little weird, but I kind of was a little little disappointed when I first caught the revelation because I want to be able to tell Hispanics and everybody everybody I meet, oh, you're in the Bible, you hear you're there. Oh, you hear you're there. I wanted it like that, like a rainbow thing, but it's not like that. That Bible was full of very dark-skinned people, and where white-skinned of the period has to do with their albinism or recessive trait. So that's what the Bible the Father showed me. As far as can I see the world, of course I can see the world. The Father blessed me shortly after this prayer to begin to start traveling, and I literally traveled to 24 countries. So that was here to the answers in a nutshell. The five topics that came out of that, the five topics that came out of that that we talk about all the time on this show, and we talk about everything on this show to so you new listeners. Uh, we talk about everything on the show, but the things we talk about the most is going to be those five smooth stones or those five topics, which is white supremacy. The one world government, uh, leprosy, the Israelites, who are the Israelites, and the last one is the kingdom of Yah, or the kingdom of God. We talk about the kingdom of God probably more than anything that has to do with the king, the Messiah, and his Christ, and his laws, and his rules, and his Holy Spirit, that we refer to so often. And so these are the five smooth stones where we get that from. Okay, brothers and sisters, so those of you that's tuned in, because we, we, we see you uh, all in the, the motherland tuning in, and we thank you. Welcome, welcome. We see you all in China. And I'm very serious, in China, uh, listeners, okay, it's not a whole lot, but there's, there's in a month I probably, I think, may have seen something like, I don't want to give the number because I'm sure I'll get it wrong, but uh, for those of you listening all over the world, again, welcome. We are the Israelites. Scattered out the four corners, and uh, we happen to be in the nation, uh, in the country we call Babylon, and so this is this is the uh, uh, we're here, and we are reassembling. The bones are coming together. The bones are coming together, and so we thank the Father for it. We thank Him for it, and we want to just be uh, faithful with what He is doing in the land today. So, I'm Brother Seth again. you're to the Apostle's Own Network. Tonight is open form with the is Whatever's on your heart, feel free to uh, call the phone number, 914-205-5590. One more time, jot this number down. Some of you just call, some of you just uh, uh, listening online, and you can't see that number right there in front of you, but it's right there in front of you, actually. 914-205-5590. We'll be taking calls all night. All right? So let's go to the phone lines and bring on some co-hosts. Give me a little music. I always like a little background music.
0: First, what we're going to do,
2: we'll go to the state uh, in the United States we're talking about, in a uh, state called Ohio. We're going to bring on our minister, Minister Purcell Uh Brother Minister Purcell Porsche, you're on the line. Say hello to the people, brother. Uh, Purcell, can you hear me okay? Okay, let's skip him because I know he's doing some things. Uh, Let's go all the way to the state of California and bring on Sister Eliana Batya, who is also going to be co-hosted tonight. Sister Eliana, you're lying, and go ahead and say hello.
3: Hello, hello, and welcome. Good evening, everybody. Again, this is Eliana Batya, and I'm happy to be here.
2: Welcome, welcome, sister. Good to hear your voice. You want to tell the people how to get a hold of you? We've got a lot of new callers, and we want to make sure they know how to contact any of them.
3: Sure thing. So you can find me on Facebook. That's the best way to find me. And that would be on my Facebook page, Eliana Batya. Also, you can find me on my ministry page, Beth Shalom Meshiek. And it means House of the Messiah's peace. So you can find me there. Uh, you can also email me at J G at gmail.com. Um, that's the best way. Alrighty, Well, I'm so happy to be here. I'm glad that you guys are here as well because this is a, a really lively show. And uh, I love it when we have an open forum format or if we have a topic because then you can jump in, you can speak on the topic. If it's open forum, you can bring up other
2: topics. So, welcome again Absolute. to the Five Smooth Stone Network. Yes, Cecilia, thank you for explaining. She's absolutely right. I need not to even say anything about that, y'all. That's what we're doing tonight, open discussion. All right, going back to the phone lines all the way this time to the state of Texas, uh, Tyler, Texas, today back and bring on our one and only brother, Kenwin Casaberry. Brother Casper, welcome to the show. Say hello to the people, please.
4: Hey, everybody. Uh, if y'all can hear me okay, I got a new
1: uh, uh uh Welcome, welcome. Uh, good
2: to be here, y'all. Uh, hope everybody's all right, and I'm ready to get it on, man. Well, yo, know, I did like the old phone better, but I guess it'll get better as we talk. You kind of a little uh, like you got us on speaker or something, but we'll keep working with it. Uh, as long as we can hear you, that's, that's, that's good. So, uh, Brother Casper, again, quickly let everybody know how to get a hold
4: of you quickly.
0: Good Facebook, here
4: with Uh That's the main way to uh, get in touch with me. Uh, and uh, I've checked that quite often. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's all all right. I need.
2: Uh-huh. All right. And going back all now right, to brother. the state of Ohio, we'll try, thank, well, welcome, Brother Casper Um Going now to back to the state of Ohio. We'll try brother Purcell Porsche again, brother Purcell. Your line is open. Say hello to the people, brother. I'm not. We're not hearing Purcell for some reason. So, uh, I'll check back with that brother. Everybody just knows the moderator, normally the show, John Clark, is doing a new assignment, and so he's not coming on until about 8:45 again tonight. So just forgive his uh, his schedule. That's the best he can do. So he is listening, but he can't actually comment so we respect what he do as um, a lot of y'all are busy and, and, and I'm just thankful for those co-hosts that are able to come up tonight I want to start off with a bang and play a, a, a pastor that we played last the other night and this pastor really 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 got a lot of people concerned so we're gonna This is gonna be our first topic you don't have to be our only topic we don't have to comment on it at all but I think some of y'all may just want to hear um what this gentleman had to say all right so we're going to play pastor greg lock and we're going to talk about this among other things when we come back all right so we'll start off with uh pastor greg lock this is what he had to say about being democratic check this out
5: here's where a lot
2: of this radicalization and terrorism of white killers who would like to kill black people here's where it comes from here it is
6: I'm to the place right now, if you vote Democrat, I don't even want you around this church. You can get out. You can get out, you demon. You can get out you baby butchering election thief. You cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat in this nation. I don't care how mad that makes you. You get pissed off as you want to. You cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat in this nation. They are God-denying demons that butcher babies and hate this nation. They hate this nation. Get mad all you want to. I don't care if you stand. I don't care if you throw tomatoes, praise God. I'm about to throw a microphone up in his house. CNN can eat my dirty socks. You cannot be a Democrat and a Christian. You cannot. Somebody say amen. The rest of you, get out. Get out. Get out in the name of Jesus. I ain't playing your stupid games. Bunch of devils. I'm sick of it. He also... Threaten physical
2: violence. Here it is.
6: They wanna talk about the insurrection. Mm. Let me tell you something. You ain't seen the insurrection yet. You keep on pushing our buttons, you low down sorry compromisers. You God-hating communist America, you'll find out what an insurrection is because we ain't playing your garbage. We ain't playing your mess. My Bible says that the church of the living God is an institution that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And the Bible says that we'll take it by force. That's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible says. It's going to get worse.
5: You
2: know what else the Bible says, you misguided fool? The Bible says, we war not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, wickedness in high places. You have equivocated human beings to demons. Okay, brothers and sisters, that was just a little sample of that. I want to play the whole thing. There was a gentleman actually played on his show. I should have told y'all that, but that's the bulk of it that's got everybody upset. Those words y'all heard again, Pastor Greg Locke, just letting us have it. And so I just want to just uh, we had talked about uh, commenting on that clip. And so I wanted to start off with talking about this, Pastor, and like the, the, the host of that other show was saying, this is the foundation of radical Christianity. This is why you got so many, and I don't think they're racist. I think a lot of people are taught to be racist. This is where a lot of, just because they're grown, don't mean they can't be fooled. Yes, they can be fooled, brothers and sisters. This is where a lot of our white brothers and sisters get on this bandwagon, Talking about their country and all this other foolishness. So, um, wow! Every time I think about that, it just blows me away. So, let's go back to the phone lines and, and hear what some, what uh, co host had to say about Pastor Greg Locke. Uh, Sister Eliana, your line is open. Brother Castleberry, your line is open, as well as uh, uh, Brother uh, Purcell. Purcell, your line is open. Brother Purcell, are you there now? Okay, I don't know what Percell, but we can uh, hear you. Brother Casper, go ahead and comment on what you've heard with uh, with, with, with regards to the block, uh, uh, And you have some, uh, some noise on your line, uh, Brother Casper, just so you know. All right.
4: Uh-oh. Are you oh. there? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, can you hear Hold
2: me? Yes, if you've got some noise on your line as well, go ahead. I guess you start are pumping gas or something. Go ahead, though.
0: No, I'm
4: driving, driving. I'm a truck driver, y'all. Uh, well, while this, uh, this pastor is uh, found, uh, you know, uh, uh, like a lot of Christian pastors, uh, they uh, they tend to want to merge the, the scriptures in with the Constitution of America. And, and uh, they, in their hearts, believe that God blessed America and how God, you know, don't want to destroy America and America's not in the book of Revelations and with that mind state is basically what we're hearing. Um, You know, to sum it all up, but uh, they're they're wrong. They're wrong in so many levels that they're they're blind, they can't see. And uh, unfortunately, that's affected a lot of Color in this country because their their mind state is also uh, saying like this guy's here uh, and thinking that God just uh, blessed this country and want to see it survive you know and uh, you know so uh, I just wanted to kind of throw that
0: in there. Let's, uh, go ahead do your thing. Brother. Well, I
2: appreciate that comment. I appreciate that comment. Now, Sister Eliana, I'd like to know what you have to say about the same um, comment from Pastor Greg Locke. What do you think of that?
3: Well, it sounds like he really does not know the Scripture as well as he does, or he thinks he does, because the Scripture's kingdom of God suffereth violence, and the violence takes it, really it means the violence, Take the kingdom by force. Now, the, it doesn't say that the kingdom takes it by force. It said it suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Just like what happened to the Messiah, he was peaceful. The violence, they were angry, and they wanted him crucified. And he was taken by force. He was beaten. He was uh, bruised. Then he was crucified at the will. of of the violence, and they tried to take the kingdom by force he represented the kingdom so this is a misteaching in churches they say you know they think they're the violent but they're not the violent they're supposed to be the representatives of the kingdom and it is the the violent that take the kingdom of god by force but we also know that there is a restoration and that the kingdom will stand so he was he was in error and he's teaching his people to be in error I'm going to have to – I'll come back on that for one quick minute, so I'm going to let someone else respond.
2: All right, let's go back to the phone lines. We have Brother John. He quickly can slide in a comment here. And um, hold on, I got that wrong. That's not true. Brother John, if your hand is up, I will come to you, but I think that I, think I got it wrong. Brother uh, uh Porcher. are you there? I am. Okay. What is going on with your line, brother? <laughs> couldn't hear. I couldn't hear a okay. thing. It's, it's all right. It's, it's okay. We'll it. figure it out. We'll figure it out. I shouldn't have asked that. But go ahead with what you've heard with Pastor Greg Locke. This gentleman has, y'all, just so y'all know, this guy have thousands of followers. And he's just one of many pastors that feel like this. You know, uh. A lot of people feel like this pastor, y'all. Don't think he's some – we always demonize certain ones that just say a few more words that kind of get everybody inflamed. But this guy is is one of thousands of pastors that feel like this. This is the same kind of attitude I feel like they put Donald Trump in office. Remember, it's half of America. I'm not saying everybody is that extreme, but what I'm saying, a lot of what he's saying – Read between the lines when he say "get out." What is he really saying? When he say "get out," if the rest of you can get out, what what happened to the gospel? What happened to people might just be ignorant and and need salvation? You're hollering about if they Democrat get out of the church, Purcell. Go right ahead, brother. Well, I want
5: to move beyond his feelings for just a minute, and. I want to attack it from this angle. First of all, like Brother John said on Monday, I believe it was, this guy is an idiot, okay? Um, He's a complete idiot. Um, So here's, here's, here's my issue. Falls in line with Sister Eliana. The Bible said in 2 Timothy 2 and 15, to, study your, to show yourself approved, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's one issue for me. It's, it's one of my greatest pet peeves is when scripture is misconstrued, not only misconstrued, but taught in error. That is a major issue in the body of Christ today. The misinterpretation of Scripture. Okay, that's a that's an issue for me. My second issue is the fact that this man is, has mixed mixed politics with the gospel. Um. I don't think that was the mission. Um, so again, he's an error. Um, he's. Matter of fact, he's way out. He's way out there in left field. And um, I just have an issue with this guy. It sounds like he's spewing hate. One of, here's one of my famous uh, um, quoted scriptures often, and that is, that's the way that they'll know you, by the love that you show one to another. That was not exhibiting the love of Christ. Nowhere in his message. Nowhere. So that's an issue. So again, study to show yourself approved, and working to need not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. These people are dividing the body of Christ. And the scripture said, "Woe unto them who scatter the sheep." There's some grave consequences that come with what he's spewing. So I'm telling you, man, I said this on Monday night. The body of Christ is in a sad state of affairs. We are really in a sad state of affairs. So that's, that's really all I have to say about that.
2: Well, for now, anyone else want to comment? Go ahead, go ahead, Priscilla. I was checking the line. Go ahead. No, I said,
5: I said, uh, for now, I'm, 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 that's all I want to say about that for now, because that that is well, me, that is a travesty. Well, let that's me say this, brothers and right, sisters.
2: Bro. One one of the reasons I played that clip and we played it last week is because we live in a world where there's a climate, and we don't have to stick on this topic, y'all. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, like I said, around us, inside of us, and even through us, a lot of things we're doing. Um, I played that because I just feel like, and I'm coming to you, Brother John, I just feel like how dare we have a blog and not alert the people. One of the things they did in Israel, our forefathers, they would have people up on the wall. Whenever there was a threat, they would blow the Shafar. They would blow the Shafar. And I feel like we don't want to glamorize magnify the power of the enemy on this show and make it like they're invincible, scare people. But you got to know there are a lot of people that feel like that gentleman. It's not some little weird guy that's off saying that. There's some people really read between the lines. These same people is the one that's in the bed with the NRA. These same people is saying they want to take our guns and nobody never said we want to take your guns. They just want to take away the, 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 the killing machines, the big guns. No No left no Democrats have ever said, take away all guns, but they like to say that as an extreme. They're building something. You know, this whole insurrection, those, these kinds of people, we think it's just white people, but it's not true. So I think if you're going to be clever and we work around these people, we work for these people, some of them work for us, And I just feel like on this show, we at least need to spend a little attention addressing this radicalism. Because it's serious. He mentioned baby killers. The Bible does tell us not to kill babies. They're right. That gentleman went totally off. Purcell and Brother John like to call him an idiot. They can do that. I'm not going to call him an idiot. I think he misunderstands the Bible. No, No telling who taught him. You know, he's kind of a young guy. You know, why are you looking at the scriptures like that? Well, let's hear from Brother John, then I'll finish what I'm saying. Being moderators tell you, you have to moderate and comment, and sometimes you end up talking more than you want. Brother John uh, Clark, all the way in California, go ahead with your question or comment. Brother, this
7: is normally our moderator.
2: So, Brother John, go ahead and uh, what's your comment for the, the pastor?
7: Hi, everybody. I'm glad to be back on the show. Um as it pertains to this guy. We heard him last week, heard him again this week. It's very disappointing. Um but it's expected. Um the the one thing that Brother Course brought out that I wanna hone in on is
0: <laughs> trying
7: to mix um, I don't I, I for the lack of a better adjective, I just call it the gospel, uh and politics. Trying to use these man-made constructs to determine who is the born-again believer and who's not
0: its
7: (laughs) it's absolutely asinine. And the reason why we know this, uh, for certain, scripturally, I bet you guys are probably thinking, how can you scripturally say this? Because did God have a chosen people? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. However, he, he spared no expense to show us different instances where people who were not Israelite were able to become part of the Israelites, such as Rahab. Yeah. Let's think about her for a moment, folks. Rahab, she didn't have any of the laws, per se. If she did, she you know, got them by hearsay. Um, she heard the story she told them she told the spies that their hearts melted when they, when they heard that he dried up <laughs> the, the Red Sea right. uh, for Israel against the uh, Egyptians and then the Jordan as it pertained to the conquest of Canaan land if you will like their hearts melted. Why wouldn't they melt? Because God is fighting for these people. Folks, at one point in time, it's it's like she had faith in our God, and she, she wasn't on our team. <laughs> she wasn't on our team, per se. They could have chosen any house to go in. They chose Rahab's house. And She basically put it out there, you know, she, hey, help you, you help me, yada, yada. It's a strange way to uh, um, believe in your heart and say with your mouth, but that's exactly what happened. And Rahab was counted amongst us. Cornelius, think about this, folks, in Acts, Cornelius, he and his family and close friends, I'm not sure who all was there, they didn't even get to hear. (laughs) The good in its entirety. It's like when when Peter began to speak, the Spirit of God fell upon them all, everyone in the house. And so the thing is that Cornelius, he was a Roman, but he could have very well been an Ethiopian. He could have very well been any. I think the the one thing that I really can appreciate about the God whom we serve is He's equitable equitable. And so it's someone who is not, matter of fact, in, in Romans 8, I believe it is, Romans 7, no, no, not maybe 6. It doesn't make any difference. The point is that people can talk about, I'm not going to call it Christianity, <laughs> because we all have that distaste in our mouth as it pertains to uh, what white supremacy has used against us and the world for that matter, which is Christianity. I like saying the born-again believer, for lack of a better adjective.
0: Amen. Amen.
7: When it talks about the person who knows the law but doesn't keep the law, they will be judged by the person who doesn't know the law as far as every jot, every tittle, line upon line, precept upon precept. They don't know that, but they know the law that's written in their heart which is what? Basically, do the right thing. It's not that simple? Do the right thing. Love your brother. Love oh. your God. It's the, I'm sorry? I said good point. Sorry. Oh, my bad. The, 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 this is something I've stated before, and it's not my original understanding. I read it, but I agree with it 100%. When the person came to the Messiah and was asking him about, you know, the important, what's the, the most important laws or something to that effect. Love thy God with all thy heart, all thy mind. I wanna say all thy strength. And love thy neighbor as thyself. Folks, that's the 10 commandments. first four, love thy God. The next six, love thy neighbor. Do the right thing, it's really that easy. That's the reason why he was able to say, that's the reason why he was able to say on these, hang the law and the prophets. Why? Because it's the Ten Commandments, for crying out loud. If you do these things, you you really don't need all those other laws. You need, if you do these, you'll always be in right standing with God. But because you're willing to try and work your way around these little intricacies and try and find the loophole, and you you always gotta come up with a new law. And that's the way it is now. Uh, I do mortgages. There's always new documents in the mortgage package because somebody got sued for something because somebody's underhanded. They don't do right by the other person. And so I say all of that to say, be you Democrat or Republican, there are, there are new creations in both factions. Be you a, a U.S. citizen or a Romanian, or be you, it doesn't make any difference. The chosen ones were Israel, but God reserves the rights to bring anyone into his family. And he has shown us all throughout the Bible. Persons who came into Israel. Talk about the engrafted branch. The persons who were brought in who were not originally Israelites. They were brought in and engrafted in. So uh, what this guy has said, I was a little bit more abrasive last week. Yes, he is still an idiot this week. But I want to prove my point, and my point is, you for you to, you literally have spoken against one of Christ, one of God's creations, and one of the brothers of Christ by calling all the Democrats to get out, calling calling what is, uh, baby killers. And, and, and one last thing before I go, that's. The Do you not know that people sat down and figured out, this is how you get this group to buy into the Democrats, and this is how you get this group to buy into the Republicans? There's certain things that are endeared to us. There's certain things that are endeared to us. Uh, the first time I looked abortion in the face, I didn't know that it was a big deal. Got a girl pregnant, and she was like, we're going to have abortion. I'm like, going right. to You know, I'm uh, 18, 19 years old. I didn't think anything about it. It, it, It's like, then I realized when people like, you're killing a a baby. I'm like, for (laughs) real? I didn't know. But then as time goes on and you look further into it, you begin to create understanding and value within yourself. And you begin to value the notion that, this is a creation of God. Yes, I consider it wrong to do this, but I didn't have that at one point. Well, you have people who have sat down and thought this through, and they appeal to certain parts of you. There are certain things that appeal, and then there are certain things that don't appeal. But the certain things that don't appeal, you don't consider those. You only consider the thing, baby butchers. That's what he called them. A democrat. Uh, A Democrat, my aunt, who's my de facto mom, she's been a Democrat as far as I've known her. And the only thing she does is try to help people, try to do the right thing. She's the one who I've I've never seen anyone who goes and and visits the sick and shut in, in the hospitals, at their funerals, uh, her entire life. As a matter of fact, the the reason why I was even able to go to the college that I went to, impeccable, From an educational standpoint, was because when my father was killed, she she took me and my brother and my sister, who was not she was not the child of my father, but she took her in anyway. And you say something like a baby butcher to my man, that's when I'd be like, (laughs) pull pull pull. (laughs) Poor brother the ball him because he no longer is able to operate in a spirit of peace. I will, I will ask you why he was an idiot that last week and an idiot this week. Because you're playing into those politics and you're talking about people you don't know about. Thank you for letting me get that uh, stated. Okay. Well,
2: Sister Eliana, any comments on what you've heard? <clears throat>
3: Actually, I, I kind of wanted to bring in a, a, a parallel point. Observation. So, you know, in this country, the different political parties started out as just that, political parties with their opinions and about certain issues, and may, mainly around slavery. The political parties began as around slavery, around the issue of slave owners, so the Democrat Party was really what is now the Republican Party. They started out in history. The, the very anger, the very the good old boy, the GOP means the good old party. Uh, they were Democrats originally. And the Republican originally was like your people who wanted to free the slaves, wanted the slaves that, you know, attain citizenship and be part of. The, um, the whole mainstream of society. They wanted to give them a hand up. And the Democrats were those uh, slave owners, those plantation owners. They were angry, and they were uh, opposed to slaves being free. Somewhere around the 40s, all of that changed the 1940s, where many of the former Democrats, because I believe it's because we as a people – always are following after what we think is the best way, which is typically following after the the oppressor, many of us began to register Democrats to become a part of the Democratic Party. And as we began to do that, those Democrats began to pull out of the party and become Republicans. So we left the party that was originally there, give us our rights and we followed after the democrats and so now we end up being a largely not mostly but largely democrats and the that party that put that that those that wanted to sway those that now feel like they're the good old boys or the gop the good old party or the the you know the religious right they are now the republicans and so it started out against, you know, to, to separate those that wanted slavery to continue and those that didn't. But now it has turned into a religion. The, the Republican Party has become a religion. And then when we go back in Scripture and we think about the, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, just making a comparison, they re- originally started out being, re- it was a religious movement. Some believed in the resurrection. And the others did not believe in the resurrection. They were all Israelites. But by the time the Mashiach came, the Messiah, they had become political. So we see the comparison and the flip and the reverse. In our country, they started out political and became religious. In Israel, ancient Israel, they started out religious and became political. And there was a fight between the Sadducees and the Pharisees. The Sadducees and Pharisees. Today, in our country, it is the Democrat and the Republican. Uh, but it's not about resurrection. It's about the rights of Israel and and our position and our right to be as a nation. And so, we have largely become Democrats, but we're not solely because many there are many African Americans that are Republican. And even recruiting more people to become Republican, but we're following after the hate. We're still, the scripture tells teaches us clearly, hate not thine oppressor, but don't choose any of his ways. Please don't choose his ways. And what we're doing is we're loving the oppressor and choosing all of his ways. We want to be seen as his equal, we want to be seen on par with him, that there's no difference between us other than the color of our skin. No, there are differences, and we must acknowledge the differences. And the differences are okay, because we're talking about a creator who made us different. He made us different. Every, every nation, he says, out of one blood has the most high, made all nations. He made the nations, and he made them different out of one blood. Now, that's, that's pretty powerful. And so he made us different. He put us in different regions of the earth. We we all have a purpose. We all have a mandate and a calling. But we know that here in this country, this is Babylon. This is the land of our captivity. We know that this land, this nation is going to be destroyed, and they know it. And so what's happening is it's foretold. But this nation, it will be brought to its knees. And all the nations that had a hand in the cruelty of our captivity, all will be punished. So we have
0: to stay focused. We have to
3: stay focused. We can't get caught up in the debate. You know, I'm dealing with that very personally right now in my own town. There is somebody that has just begun to hate me. But I see the spirit. It's a demonic spirit. And what I'm doing is staying focused. They're trying to drag me into a carnal back and forth, and I won't go there. I'm praying for this person, even fasting, because I see the, 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 the demonic entity that's ruling over them. We have to stay focused. We're powerless when we get caught in the mess, when we get stuck, like Sam's getting his hair cut. Let's not get our hair cut in the satanic barbershop. Let's keep our heads, people.
2: Wow. Wow. That was good, Sister Eliana. That was good, Brother John. Also, I want to comment on something John was saying, but I want to get you on quickly. But Brother John, thank you for laying that out as well. Listen, folks, again, you've tuned me to the 5 on Song Network. I'm Brother Seth. Tonight, it's open forum, whatever's on your heart. We don't have to stay on this, Brother Sissons, but this is major. And after John and Sister Eliana, y'all can see, wow why I played that clip. It's very important, brothers and sisters. If you have a, want to comment on, if you're on the phone line, you want to comment, you just need to press one. If you're listening online and you say, man, I want to get in, I want to get in, I have something else on my heart, or I want to comment on what they're talking about, go ahead and call us at 914-205-5590. One more time, write it down, 914-205-5590. All right? I just want to say this really quickly before I ask uh, Brother Brother King and Brother Purcell all the way up in Ohio. Um, Folks, really and truly, I've come to try to – I'm intimidated by a certain person. Let me tell you who this person is I'm intimidated by. I'm intimidated by the person that can argue the left, argue against the left as though they're on the right. And turn around and argue against the right is
4: put on the left.
2: I can't do that. My views are mostly left, so-called left. I'm not for abortion. I'm not for gay rights. But I, I do think what they call I think I'm more leftish. I don't see very much good about the right, and I hate that about myself. So I'm engaging right now in conversations with people that are Republicans, so I can see the ills of the Democratic Party. To me, when you see the devil clearly in both parties, that's when you are forced to be reckoned with. So that's what intimidates me. But I will say this much as far as I'm learning. This is what I'm learning really quickly. Those of you that listen to that pastor and you saying he was spot on, we Christians, we don't have no business supporting abortion, Seth. You can't say nothing about what that pastor said. And we're definitely against gay rights, which he's against gay rights also. That insurrection the insurrection was nothing more than people that believed, like that pastor and just moving it on their beliefs. I mean they literally broke into the Capitol. Okay. Um let me just say this really quickly. The number one argument as far as abortion, I wanna just ask quick questions, to get a little roll call. Brother John, I don't know if you listening or if you can get involved in this, but I wanna take a I want those of you listening that maybe right roll sure. call right wing or rep- Republican, I want y'all to hear this. Everybody, let's do a roll call. Brother Perseille Pochet, you're the top of my phone board. Do you believe in abortion? No, I do not. Do you believe in gay rights?
5: No, I do not.
2: Are you answering slow tonight for some reason. Are you Democratic? I have no idea. When you last voted, did you vote Democrat? <laughs> if it ain't personal. Come I on, did man. I <laughs> did. Okay. I did vote Democrat. All right. I think I
3: voted kind of Susie Eliana.
2: That's funny. Susie Eliana, are you yeah. for gay
3: rights? Are no, you for I'm gay not. rights?
0: Well,
3: I'm not for gay rights in the sense that they want to per- promote it and flaunt it. I'm for human right to live. I don't think anybody should. Children, children, well, Brother John, South
2: Brother yes. John, excuse me for interrupting you. Brother John corrected me on yesterday, so I'm, let me say it the way Brother John said. it. I'm gonna say, are you are you against homosexuality? Definitely, I, I I
3: don't support that lifestyle.
2: Okay, are you against abortion?
3: I'm definitely against abortion.
2: Okay, you devoted Democrat, right? But let
3: me be honest. Let me be really honest. When I was ignorant and I was young, I had an abortion. I was ignorant. and oh, I, I understand not that. Understood.
2: I'm talking about what is and right I and I wrong blocked. right now.
3: Right. But what I'm saying is at the moment, that I'm, I need to say this, because the people that were telling me that it was okay, because they said, well, you have your whole life ahead of you. And when at the moment that they put that suction and began to suck the child, the fetus, out of my body, I knew that it was I was killing someone. I knew it was murder. And I went through a lot of depression. And many women go through depression because they're lied to and they're told it is nothing. It's a blog. But at the moment when they're killing your child, you know you're murdering that individual. And it takes Christ to set you free and forgive you of murder. I wow. was a murderer because I was in sin and I was a murderer. But I would never wow. do it again and I have never done it again. So, no, I do not believe in abortion.
2: And you voted Democratic, right?
3: This election I did because I didn't want Donald Trump to get in it, but typically I'm an
0: independent. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: All right, Brother Cassidy. So far we've got two Democrats that is not voting according to what that pastor was saying. They're Democrats, but they're, they're against abortion and they're against gay rights. Well, the Eliana was saying not so much right, but she's against being gay. Now, let's go to Brother Kenwood, all the way in Tyler, Texas. Brother Kenwood, you, are you Democratic?
4: Uh, no, I would say no. Um Republican? My I last voted for Obama the last time I voted. So, but I don't consider myself a Democrat.
2: Do, I guess what I'm saying is, do you normally vote Democratic? If somebody had to classify as yeah. Democrat, you only get, like, three. Okay, so you, so you say yes, right?
0: Yeah, so yeah, okay.
2: Well, for,
4: for sake of argument. No, I'm not, but if you hear me speak so, about the keeping the laws, there's nothing democratic about it. But okay,
2: I understand. But I'm saying in our system we have democratic, republican, and independent. When you go to the polls, you got to pull a lever if you're going to vote at all. Otherwise, you can't vote. I'm just saying. You say you voted Obama. Are you?
0: Obama. Yeah.
2: Against? Are you? Are you against abortion? Are you for abortion?
4: Yes. No. Yes. No. No. I'm not for. it.
2: What about what about gays? You you agree with homosexuality? Yes or no? No. You're, so you don't believe. It. Now the rights is a little fuzzy. I'm just because the people that's normally right, a lot of them is for homosexuality. I'm sorry, I got that wrong. The people that's normally left, a lot of leftist people, they actually think it's okay to be homosexual. Well I I I brought all this up and hold on one more one more brother John is back. He dropped his back. Brother John, your line is now open. Brother, are you considered Democratic, Republican? I know you're in the kingdom and all that, but I'm talking about as far as voting for voting say if you was to vote, would it be Democratic or Republican or
7: independent? I wouldn't vote. Period. Okay.
2: I got so you. I'm neither you Republican hey, independent. Right? I, I I got you. And, I got you, just, just want to know, because I'm trying to prove something. I'm trying to show folks that most black people are against abortion. Most people. I don't know no black person. I actually probably do. They call it the right for the, 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 woman, the mother to choose. I mean, the father is for the mother's right to choose. That's what he give us, the will. The father, the father wills for us to choose. Evil or good. He let us do it. So wouldn't the father be pro to Eliana when she was in her darkness? The father was for giving her a choice.
4: Brother I mean,
0: I
2: know I got that right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Uh-huh. Want,
0: hold, on uh-huh.
2: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Then let me get Brother John to give me an answer. Again, you don't have to be a Republican or Democrat. I'm just trying to shout out a lot of black people. If they vote left, they consider considered Democrats, but they're against abortion and gay rights, so quit lumping us. So anyway, the father is for women choosing, evil or good. He said, I put before you good and evil. I'm pro-choice. Choose. So now I sound like I'm for abortion. No, I'm not. I don't think the state should be funding it. I don't think the state. I don't think it should be like just easy to just go. I think it is murder. We need to treat it like it's murder. I like, see. All I say, the one of the first person I ever heard say that. I was a. Murderer. Babylon. How started? many people? Go ahead, John. And then Brother King was sorry. I'm saying, you don't I feel like father? the
7: state should be funding it. And I'm like, and we're in Babylon. I mean, <laughs> like, what was you expecting?
2: I, we I can mean, still the, the, have standards think- even in Babylon
7: right but I guess what I'm saying is when you have Israel then the whole paradigm changes but and and, and so again that's the reason why I choose not to vote not that it's wrong for anyone else to that's just a personal choice but it's like um, aside from a certain quote-unquote quality of life that one may be afforded that they may not have been afforded before, um, possibly. I mean, what has it gotten us? The same people who created the voting system created the ways on how to to undermine it to make sure that you're simply not going to vote yourself into power. You're gonna either one, either they're gonna remain in power, or two, they're gonna get someone who sells out, who looks like you, but becomes one of them and put them in power and say, hey y'all, we got one of y'all. No, that's not one say, of Brother us. John, and so let me
2: tell you this really quick. Yes. Let me say then I want to give Brother King. With you, and I know I was talking a lot, but y'all keep him out. I'm trying to moderate. I'm trying not to talk as loud I really am. That's why I like Brother John moderate, but he can't. So I have to do this. Listen really quickly, Bud John. The way you and Brother Kenwin was talking last week, and that's why I want him to jump in because I don't want to misquote him. Y'all make it sound like this is Babylon. They're gonna do what they're gonna do. We just need to hold on to the kingdom come, and that is totally spiritual um, irresponsibility. We have all this power. Hey, give here.
7: me a scripture then. Hold on, on,
2: on, 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 on. Just one more. Just a quick second. Give me no more than about 20 seconds. I'm going to try to get this out so get All you right. back in, Brother Kingman, really quick, really quickly. We have the Holy Spirit. We have nine gifts that the Holy Spirit can use us in. I don't think it's as a sweeping victory as y'all think. I think there's powers that be saying we got to stop these people. We did vote our way and get some things, even though they've taken over the voting. There's still local elections. They, they don't control as much. I don't think they're in control as much as y'all are saying. If they would just... Up, remember, Satan wants us all killed and murdered and off the earth. If he was winning, we wouldn't even be here. There is saints that are standing up against him in Congress. There's people that are praying. There's, there's born-again believers voting. Satan does not own everybody in the world in terms of everything they do. There's a lot of good people, white even, voting the right way on certain things if we just give up and say this is babylon ain't no need in voting ain't no need in that kind of stuff is irresponsibility
7: irresponsible go ahead i stand diametrically opposed to your position i challenge you but with the scripture that supports your position and then i'm going to give you a scripture that supports mine max fact, i'm going to give you uh several scriptures that support mine now I do want to let you know, before we get off into this, I said, personally, that's my personal decision. Some people have personal decisions not to vote, and it's not even grounded in substance. <laughs> so this is grounded in substance, and I thought this through, and I ran it past different people, you being one, <laughs> at a different times. And so give yeah. me a scripture that shows me exactly how irresponsible it is for me not to vote. I can't believe you I can say vote. I can understand if you said stand up and fight, you said, <laughs> you actually said out of your mouth, bro, Seth, that it's irresponsible for me and Brother Kenwood to not vote, um, to not vote, and, uh, you know,
0: so give, give, me a, give, me, give, give me a scripture. Clarification, clarification, clarification. Do what you do. Really
2: quickly, because i got to get Brother Kenwood to be fair to him not just voting. Yeah. I don't think our vote counts for the, po- the president of the United States. I think that's control. I don't think it counts, but I think you should still do it because our foreparents fought for it. You're still supposed to do it, but I don't believe in this, and that's me personally. I'm not going to tell somebody not to vote, but I personally don't think it counts. However, local election, city election, this stuff is too easy. I think we can see where our votes are going more easily, but this electronic vote, I don't believe in it like that. Now, I still think we're supposed to do something. Hold on. It could be marching. It could be going out there and meeting with the senators. It could go and meet with the president. I do think we're supposed to do something. We have this Ruach Hakadesh, the Holy Spirit, all this power to just wait to use it later. Go ahead, somebody. Brother Kenwin, sorry. Jump in there right.
4: quickly.
0: and then. Brother, I
4: to, yeah, yeah, I just want to start off by saying that our ancestors died, that we can have a choice to vote folks. Not die that we have to vote, that's that you you're yeah, that's a lot of people get that part wrong. that fact that we have a choice to vote or not, that's what they died for uh, uh, but I also want to throw in um well yes yeah, this this America is the number one superpower when we're in the last days. Uh How it turns out is the way it turns out. I can see what you're saying, self. like if they wanted to bring back slavery, but here we are, we're not voting, then uh, it was like we're helping them bring back slavery. I, I understand what you're saying, self. we do got a responsibility to make sure no bull corn uh, comes on us like that. But uh, in a sense, as far as the mechanics of this country, it is the way it is, man. And uh, uh, I, I mean, that's the way it's prophesied to be that way. Well, I, I don't think I'm able to change that, or, or do I think we could change that when the Most High prophesies something? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I'm going to leave that right there, and I'll pass the mic. Okay. All right. Just... Yes.
0: Okay.
3: So what I want to say is that um, I love what Brother Kenwood just said. I love that. And uh, for his prophecy, I'd like to p- just bring a little bit uh, forward with that. So when, when the Most High prophesies something, it's because, it's not because he set it up that way, but remember he says he sees the end from the beginning, knowing how human government was going to play out because he's given us the power to be uh, self-discerning, self-willed, self-determining. Uh, individual, and he saw what human government was going to do as the time got further and further into the future with an unregenerate heart. So prophecy is really the most I've said, oh, man, y'all, I haven't already seen the end of this thing. Let me give you guys a heads up what you're going to see as you get closer and closer to the end of the age. This is what's definitely going to happen because I've already seen it. And then when we experience it, oh, the Bible is being fulfilled. Well, actually, the Most High already saw it. He knew it. So he gives us like a almost like a sneak preview so we know how to position ourselves. We should never be caught off guard by the evil that we see rising up and taking its place because this is what the Most High knew. More people are more wicked. More people are becoming less interested in. In seeking the faith of the Most High, they're becoming less interested in serving the Most High, being a part of his kingdom. You know, I had somebody tell me that they serve Apollo, and Apollo is with them. And I'm like, okay, wonderful. And Apollo's got you uh, speaking all manner of evil falsely with very much venom. And uh, that's not the the God I serve, because the, the one I serve keeps me at peace with love in my heart. But the point is that this government and all governments of the world are going in the course and pattern that the Most High saw that they would go. But we have a responsibility, like Seth said, and Brother Ken would, that our ancestors died so we have the right to choose whether or not we wanted to vote or participate. We don't have to do it, but we do have to take responsibility when things are on our watch We can stop evil, and our vote does count, and we know that it counts because they go through so many lengths to rub our power to vote. They do so many things. Well, the they is the powers that be in each state that want to keep oppression or want to turn back the hand of the clock to a time when we were oppressed without rights as a people where they could just profit off of our labor, till us said will, and we had no right to land property or or cash or anything, the people that believe that want to turn back the hands of time. Our vote is powerful, and they know that. And that's, that's why in states like Ohio, in states like Georgia, in states like Florida, in states, you know, like Wisconsin, they really try to oppress the vote of the African-American Hebrew-Israelite person because they know that that vote is powerful. States like California, where I live, they're so liberal. You know, they're just, they're like the hippie on the beach, naked, laying in the sun, smoking a a ganja, talking about, you know, hey, man, everything's cool. That's the state I live in, California. Everything goes in California. But in other states, everything doesn't go. So my state is super liberal, you know, and then we do have some racial skirmishes, but most of the time folks are just, it's kumbaya laid back. I mean, everything goes in the state of California, and I do mean everything. But it's not so all the way around the country. And, And California is largely a democratic state. And because it is, uh, a lot of stuff is swept together. It's a big pot. Everything goes in that pot. It's like um, there's a a, a soup out here called Mulligan Stew. And in Mulligan Stew, you just throw everything in the pot. It could be apples, oranges, bananas, meat, uh, whatever. And they cook it together, and whatever tastes like it tastes like. It's called Mulligan Stew and that's that's the state of California and in the rights and in the the political and the religious scene. But saying that it's not the individuals that live in each county city you know, it, of, of of California. But the state, the headship of California is very liberal. So we do have a right and we have a responsibility if we want to see change. We must exercise that right that our forefathers both bled and died for. We have to get out because it's on our watch now. Those Our ancestors didn't sleep. They knew the adversity that was they were up against. And they did it so that the future generation could have the right. But now that we see that, we still have to do it for the future generation. we got to keep passing this mantle. And we do have responsibility right. when it's on our watch. And right now, this is all on our watch. We're the ones that are responsible for the outcome of the tomorrow of the Hebrew Israelites. But this, the other thing I want to, the real point I want to make is this. The most time has much to do with The determination of the Hebrew-Israelite people Many things will go Well for us If we return to him Many things will go Foul for us If we do not return So we have all of these rights But really the Hebrew-Israelite Doesn't have a choice We must Be born again We must return to the Most High And we must This idea that we have a choice as Hebrew Israelites, is why we're in this mess today. We do not have a choice. We have a responsibility and wow. duty. We have kingship on our shoulder. We have authority on our shoulder. We cannot be like the other people, and that's the biggest problem that our nation has had since ancient times, is wanting to be like all the other folks. That's why yes, an yes, is y- issue with because we don't, we are not like all the other folks, so we got to stop that type dream. I'm not yes, going yes, to stop yes. right there. I'm, I'm gonna go too far. So okay, all right. I don't want to offend anybody, but well, yeah, well, we
0: hold
2: everybody Hold everybody. For this hold everybody. Mm-hmm. So, Eliana, I appreciate you bringing yeah. it out that especially turning to the Most High. That was profound. I, I I keep forgetting to say that on shows. Sometime we end, and I'll be like. I didn't even talk about repenting, but that was deep. Y'all, let's take a quick little break, and then we're going to come back. I want those on the phone lines. If you have any questions for the guests, don't be shy. I think these phone lines sometimes get intimidated by what you're hearing, but press 1. We'll, we'll, we'll entertain your question. Uh, it's not a problem. If you are listening online, you did not call the phone number. Remember, you got to call the phone number before we shut off in about 20, uh, uh, 35 minutes, okay? we got about another 35 minutes. If you want to comment, you got to call before uh, uh, 10 o'clock or else you won't be able to uh, – got to call their phone number or else you're not be able to listen to the show. You have to wait till the show goes off. So you, we're going to lose you at 10 o'clock, those of you that clicked on the link. Those of you on the phone lines, you, you just stay where you're at. If it becomes 10 o'clock, you still get to roll over with us. But take a, a quick little break. And, folks, we're going to be back with Sister Eliana Badia all the way in Mercy, California, Purcell, Purcell, in Cincinnati, and then in Tyler we have Brother Kingwood. with Inglewood, well, we have Brother John, and a, a full panel tonight. But I just got to take a break. I'm having a little trouble with my computer. So to be able to get everybody off and on quickly, I've got to reboot my computer. So I'm going to take a little break, everybody, and we'll be right back. Uh, again, you've been listening to the Five Stone Network. I'm Brother Seth. And um, we're just swinging right here tonight, kind of leaning towards the whole uh, argument that Brother Greg Locken, uh, uh, uh where he talks against uh, being Democrat and just trying to break down what that means in our role in this uh, diaspora as Israelites. Today is uh, 23rd of June, uh, 24th of Sivan, if you, opera, if you uh, adhere to the Hebrew calendar. And folks, we'll be right back shortly. Back. And This is the five Stone Network. I'm Brother Seth. Who am I? Just another Israelite, exiled, tripping out of mm-hmm. four parents driven out of the fungal, out of their homeland, scattered here in Babylon, and we're just simply trying to, with the help of the Most High, find our way, brothers and sisters. And I'm thankful that He has given us direction. Yes, we're in Babylon. Yes, we uh, but we don't have to have the spirit of Babylon or the curses of, of Babylon or even the stench of Babylon upon us if we follow the Most High. I will not accept defeat, even in Babylon. After all, the Bible that the world reads is written about Israelites triumphing in their captivity. So there is victory for the believer. Tonight we have open uh, discussion with Hebrew Israelites. That's the one thing we have in common. We all have that DNA genetically of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob on this line. We recognize that our spiritual identity is far more superior. So we thank the Father, the Most High YAH, for his blood, uh, for sending his son who shed his blood for us. So thankful. Again, folks, we're back. I want to know what y'all think of that song. Brother John, I'll let you go first.
7: What you think of the song that was just
2: uh, that I just played? Just out of curiosity.
7: Yeah, I love that song. I've heard it before because you played it before, <clears throat> but to be honest, it is like the perfect segue uh, for me because I'm ready to go in. Now, John, with... hold on. It sounds like something happened. You feel you like know?
2: in a room or something. Change your phone I, back to what it was. Cause...
7: Okay. Go ahead. So, let me get. Let me get closer. Hopefully, that'll be better. I, I did this because the internet was wavering, so I wanted to go to a, um, a Ethernet connection, which I did. Um, so I'm, right. I'm up on the microphone. You can kind of guide me. Let me know to back up, move forward, or whatever. But here's the thing: yeah, you kinda, what I stated before, you know I maintain. Say it again. Go ahead, brother.
2: We just gotta work with it. Go ahead. Okay,
7: brother Seth. As I stated before, I'm diametrically opposed to what you stated, and I respectfully am diametrically opposed to what Sister Eliana stated up until the last roughly two to three minutes of what she was saying. I know for certainty that you're not going to find any scripture that that says to me that um, I have a civic responsibility mandated by God to vote, number one every time that, that the Hebrews were in captivity, it was nothing more than a matter of either one, you humble yourself and pray, turn from your wicked ways, turn back to the Most High God, just like Sister Eliana stated towards the end, or this is the time frame, such as the 70 years uh, I think that was in, in Babylon, uh, or, or, or whatever the case may be. Those were the options. You will not pray today and say, Father, you know, what should we do in light of our current situation? And he say, well, continue to vote and do your civic duty.
0: <laughs> no.
2: You're literally voting. Well, well, Brother John, before we spend a lot of time on voting, before we spend a lot of time voting,
7: it's not just voting. It's not. But the, the, the thing is that, that it's a linchpin. Voting is a linchpin. And the reason why I'm focusing on voting is because you were telling me and Brother uh, Castleberry that uh, we're basically negligent. And I'm thinking I'm far from negligent. Well,
2: let me, let me just say this. You can continue. You can continue. Y'all got to let me just interrupt here every once in a while because I'm, I'm, I'm a commentator too. Really quickly, Brother John, just for the record, you cannot vote and still be in God and still be led in the Holy Spirit. But he's gonna be doing some other things to interrupt his government. But just sitting back and just with the Holy Spirit and
7: all his power and
2: not doing anything is what I was talking about. Go ahead.
7: Exactly. What What do you expect to take place when the power that be is in its time? He, Satan even says himself that it's mine to give. When he was speaking with the Messiah, okay. he said, "I will give all of these kingdoms." Uh, to you if you bow down and worship me, because it's mine to give. I
2: think what's happening, and I'm glad glad Brother John is saying this because we want clarity. People listen tonight. I'm glad he's saying what he's saying. I'm very serious. Here's what Purcell kind of, Purcell, and we did this last week. Here I think I just figured out a nugget. The difference is we're not trying to change the world. You and Burke King would keep saying, you're not going to change it. Right, and I think we should tell you all that. We we messed up by not saying that. We're not trying to change the world by voting. What we're trying to change, as far as believers, certain things can't happen in the church. It's got to stay pure. Hear me out. We have an obligation to the church house. Now, that's something we have an obligation to. But like you all said, the world is going to be the world. Babylon has to take its course. Like so Cecilia Eliana was saying, certain things got to happen. We understand we can't change prophecy. If Babylon's gonna fall, Babylon gonna fall. But just because Babylon is gonna fall, don't mean we got to be inside and going and just not doing anything. And we just wherever they want to take us. No, we have a standard. We have protection. The Holy Spirit's gonna be saying, "You go here and you buy here and you buy that." We're gonna be sustained. Well. In order to get that sustaining or that shelter we're going to have, we may have to do something within the political arena, like Joseph. <laughs> <You> <laughs> can't say, I'm, glad, I'm glad. Hold on, last thing. Last thing. You cannot say Joseph was irresponsible. Joseph handled his business, yet he was an Israelite in a very wicked system. God used him in the Bible. Also, everybody told us to pray for the prosperity of the place where we go for when it prospers, so I think we have some responsibility. Maybe not just voting.
0: Well,
7: I, 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 I'll just um, person that say I agree to disagree. Uh, the responsibilities, yay. The the voting system and working, trying to work. It, if you want to vote because it, it it makes you feel like that's your civic duty, I, I'm cool with that. That's fine do you but um and 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 the, the the one that's really just had me aghast is be, because our forefathers died for it and as brother castleberry stated for the right now i'll take you back to a time where we're they're, they're about to get into canaan land they take care of jericho and they send up a few people to ai ai without consulting the most high god and Oh no, 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 I'm sorry. Let me go back. Before they before, 40 years previous, they are in Kadesh Barnea, and the spies go out and they survey the land and they say, Hey, Joshua, Caleb says, this is a good land. But the other spies was like, yeah, but the sons of Anak are there and you know they they're big and they're tall and this, is that, the other. They give an evil report. And Israel murmurs. Again, they murmur. And the God is very upset with that. And they did not they were saying he brought us here so that we could be killed and da 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 And so he tells them, Do not go up. I am not with you. They went up anyway. They got the beat down. They died. Does that mean that they should go that the rest of Israel should go back up because there was those who went up? it is their land. It's going to be their land. Does that mean that the rest of the Israel should go up because those who went up previous to them died for it? No, you simply do what God told you to do when Sister Eliana said it at the end, which is humble yourself and pray, turn from your wicked way. It's in the scripture and you will not see any, in my opinion, you can show me the scripture that says otherwise, you will not see any other way to get out from under the thumb of the kingdoms of this world. There is, okay. there is
2: none. The, oh, hold on a second. Let's get Purcell okay. in here to comment on it as well. I, don't, I mean, I'm just trying to be a little, you know, I've got to make it equal. Purcell, you haven't Uncle. seen anything in a while. Any comments? Quickly, quickly.
5: Oh, I'm sorry, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here Please forgive me, please forgive me guys I am actually still at work So that being said I have a scripture that I want to share Um, And I haven't, I've kind of heard in part So, but I think this scripture is still relevant So give me just a minute here
2: um, well, hold, well, while you look for that, let's go to Brother Kenwin. We'll come back to you in a second once you got your speech Okay. Up.
5: Okay.
2: Okay. Brother Ken, quickly. Any comments on what you said, Brother John? Said a lot there. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Brother Kenwin. Uh, hold on, he dropped. My bad. He dropped. Okay, Sister Eliana, please.
3: All right. So I just wanted to say um, on one little small analogy, I, I disagree with John on the analogy, but not the point. So John made the analogy that about the spies going up to get the land, but they were, they first murmured against the most high. That was the key. They murmured against the reason why Moses had brought them there. And then when Moses spoke with the most high and he said, you know, I'm not going to be with these people. And when he told them that they said, we're going to go up, but see, they had already, they'd already pissed off the most high to the point where he's like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be there. So if you guys go up, you're on your own. You're not going under my protection or my authority. And they went up and they died. Now the analogy he made was should, should the other people have gone up because their ancestors or forefathers had died? But this, but what we're talking about here in this captivity is different than that going up a capturing of a land. Because it was the discouragement of the people, it was because of their murmuring, complaining that they got wiped out. They got their butts kicked. They got destroyed. But what we're talking about, and we all know what we're talking about because... Back in the 1800s, back in the 1700s, our our ancestors were in in slavery. Some of our ancestors were Native people who were also being oppressed by the same wicked, budding, young government. So one of the issues was the right to vote because that was the numbers went up. And we can go back and see some of the footage and the video and know that they went through, they paid a heck of a price to vote. And so therefore it is our responsibility because of the price because it gave us the right to do what the heck we want to do, travel, let go, you know, we we are free in many respects to live where we want to live, go where we want to go, walk into any lunch counter, any store and purchase because of sacrifices that our ancestors did make, but we cannot now just say, well, that was done for me. And uh, I'm going to wait on the most high because it's not my my problem anymore because our kids are still going going to have to face whatever ground we gain they you know the powers that be in this demonic system will try to quickly erode those whatever ground we gain they'll try to take it back, and they in many cases they have taken back a lot of things, and so we always are it's it's like we're always running to get ground, but what we aren't doing as a nation of people not not as individuals. But as a nation, we haven't come together collectively to do a collective repentance and ask the Most High to lead us as a nation. And we haven't been working together collectively as a nation within a nation. We've been factioning. We have our groups, our causes, but we are one people. So really what's happening is the bones are coming together. All the bones are scattered those bones together to make that body, to make that nation, to make us back into one cohesive, we're always going to have our individuality. We know this. We have our own individual expression, thoughts, opinions, and that's, that's beautiful. We need it. However, when it comes to larger matters, we must stand as a nation for our nation, but we must be standing in righteousness, in opposition to wickedness and declaring that the most high still yet lives and he, he still has power and w- by our about. example he will defeat yeah. our enemies so that's, that's what okay, that should so, be
2: okay sister so, eliana uh if you can uh brother uh can you uh well first of all were well, you done because i just want to get priscilla in here
3: yes i am done i made my my point
2: Okay, well, appreciate that point. You said a lot of good things. I want to comment on something you were saying, and I'm going to let Priscilla go then I'm going to comment on something you was just saying, but that was good, and I No, Go
0: ahead with most go, of what you Go ahead. Priscilla go comment. ahead. I'm
2: just trying to prepare here. I'm trying to get everybody in uh, it's kind of this is a hardest show because we we got a lot to say. Go ahead though.
5: Okay, I'm going to read this scripture. I'm going to read this 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 uh group of scriptures actually. Um so just bear with me one second. I'm in the book of, book of Ezekiel, the 22nd chapter, I'm going to start at the 23rd verse, and it says, And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, say unto her, Thou art the land that is not cleansed nor reigned upon in the day of indignation. There is a conspiracy, of, a conspiracy of her prophets in the midst thereof, like a roaring lion ravening the prey. They have devoured souls. They have taken treasures and precious things. They have made her many widows in the midst thereof. Her priests have violated my law and have profaned my holy things. They have put no difference between the holy and profane. Neither have they shewed difference between the unclean and the clean and have hid their eyes from my Sabbath. And I am profane among them. Her princes in the midst thereof are like wolves ravening the prey to shed blood and to destroy souls. To dishonest gain, to get dishonest gain. I'm sorry. And her prophets have doused them with untempered mortar, seeing vanity and divining, divining lies unto them, saying, "Thus saith the Lord God, when the Lord hath not spoken, the people of the land have used oppression and exercised robbery, and have vexed the poor and needy. Yea." They have oppressed the stranger wrongfully. Listen to this. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it. But I found none. Okay the lord speaking to the children of israel if we first of all let me say this matthew chapter 5 verse number 13 says we are the salt of the earth and if the hold on a
2: second first tell you you've spoken the least so i definitely want you to speak but i'm trying to lie in how does that okay you've spoken the least so i definitely got to hear from you what, so I want you to finish, but here's my question: How does that tie into what John was saying about whether or not he was saying pretty much this is Babylon? You've heard John. I have to repeat. You heard Cecilia, you heard myself. I'm saying we should be involved. Ken, he, I hope he, like he dropped off with you. So I'm saying, how does that tie into that? Okay, you didn't.
5: Well, let him, let him
3: finish, finish his scripture, Seth, so we can get to the understanding.
5: Yeah, you didn't let me finish. So. What I'm, what I was, where I was going with that And Sister Eliana hit this Towards the end of what she was saying When she talked about we have, a, we have a responsibility To uphold the most high Now We cannot Here first of all let me go back to my thought Because I lost my train of thought right there right quick Matthew uh, chapter 5 verse number 13 Said we are the salt of the earth And if the salt has lost His savor wherewith Shall it be salted then it says it's good for nothing but to be traddled, trampled underfoot. We are the salt of the earth. We cannot stand by. We can't stand. We don't, have, um, we don't have a choice. I'll go back to that. We don't have a choice to stand idly by and, and do nothing or say nothing. We don't have a choice. I believe that the Lord is looking just like he's told him in the book of Ezekiel. I think he's still looking for a man that will stand in the gap and make up the hedge so that he won't destroy the land. But we too busy saying, well, this is Babylon. This is Babylon. The Babylon going to be Babylon. Babylon going to do what they do. But we still have a responsibility to stand for The gospel If we can use that term Father I like that even better We have a responsibility to stand for the Kingdom See we struggle with this whole Kingdom piece so much Because we're westerners We don't understand Kingdom principles We don't understand when the king Decree a thing that's what it is We don't understand that We don't understand that if the king call it sin then your opinion don't matter we don't
2: understand that. okay so how do how do we stand
5: how do we what stand the way we stand is we have to contend for the faith we have to be what he said we are we have to be the son of in the, of the political
2: earth. I, my bad my so my my bad my bad my bad how do we stand politically politically
5: we don't because we know that politics we know that politics is religion we have to move away okay. from religion
2: okay hold on be, a second See,
5: we can't be as the religious okay. people we can't operate that
2: way okay okay here's here's my point everybody I'm going somewhere with this. People are listening. They hear Brother John. Brother Kenwin is, and Brother John is on the same page, according to the last show. Brother Kenwin said something to drop. I think he was – keep in mind he was at wow. work too, y'all. So people are saying – I've heard what, people, what Brother John is saying. Lots of people believe that. This is Babylon. Things going to happen. Prophets are going to happen. Nothing we can do about it. But then like Susie Eliana was saying, if the people in the Sixties had just did that, what would we be? I mean, we are enjoying rights – off of the backs of them voting And other things I think was some other things went on So my point to you Purcell You kind of said Just said what Brother John said You said we don't get involved So No that's not what I Politically Okay That's why I'm asking you You got the mic Politically no, no, what, no, do do what do we do to said. make sure Okay politically We don't get what do We, we do should
5: not get, get We should not get caught up In politics Is what I mean The politics Of this World's system. We shouldn't get, we as believers shouldn't be caught up in the politics of this world's system. Mm -hmm. Remember, Paul taught us in uh, uh, Romans chapter 12, tell verse number two, be not conformed to the things of this, no, I misquoted that, I'm sorry. Be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good, perfect, and acceptable will of God.
2: Be not conformed of okay. this world. So, we can't be caught up you, in the you. politics of this you world. we can't be. Got gotcha. you. Gotcha. I'm, I'm only. I'm only cutting you off for the time, sake. So the show has got to wrap up here. That's folks fine, know, well, what do we. So listen, folks are saying, "What well, what do we do?" So I'm not taking over. I want you to keep talking. But what do we do?
5: We do what he said for us to do. We have to stand. Number one, we have to stand together because it's power in agreement. Uh, um, the story of Tower of Babel taught us that. there's There's power
2: in agreement. Okay, That's the first got place you. we need to bear start. walk 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 with me. Okay, bear, walk, walk with me. Okay, and I'm not because I know you. I'm, I'm doing this for a reason, everybody. Because when we when this show goes off, I want some people to say, "Well, this is what the consensus was." So we know we have got to be together. So when we're together, what should we do politically speaking? Politically
5: speaking, I'm not a political. I don't know if I have a political bone in my body, to be honest with you, Seth.
2: All I know okay, is that's okay. Okay, let me let me just interject here for time's sake. That's what I'm trying to get at. I'm not, not trying to pick on you or nothing like that. But I know, folks, listening, good. as a I'm moderator, good. you got to think about what was that? I said I'm good. Go ahead. Okay. I
5: don't pick picked on.
2: Well, I just want to make sure I'm fair to everybody else listening on the on the line. And again, if you have a question for our guests or, I mean, our co-host, press one the phone line. Brother, we'll bring you on, not a problem. If you're listening uh, and you click on the link, remember, got to call the show number now, or you will be disconnected. In about 90 seconds, the lady just said. Again, nine one four two zero five. 5590. Oh. If you're on the phone line yet, want to have a question? You have a question. I see the phone line. Some of you have been holding since the show started. Press one. I are not going to beg you, though. Know. Just press one. We'll bring you on. Not a problem. Okay? You can ask anybody any questions. But, Prince, the reason why I kept asking you, I was trying to make it, bring it home physically what we should do. Because that's what people are at. Brother John, y'all heard me. it He was very clear in his stance. He said, show me in the Bible. I love what he did. So I was trying to get you to see, say, what do we do? So I'm going to answer it. I'm going to answer myself. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is not the answer at all. But I kind of like, kind of piggyback on something Cecilia was saying. Those people died for us. If they was on the phone line right now and they heard us saying, well, you know, this, 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 this government going to do what they're going to do. This is Babylon. They will be just going off on us. They will say, get involved with that political system. Call your congressman. Go reach. March. Do something. Now, is it carnal? Yes. Is the Holy Spirit probably going to show you something to do with the Holy Spirit? Senator so-and-so is over there having lunch. Go talk to him. And you can go influence and That's the Holy Spirit. That's the best we can do. But everybody don't have that ruach. Everybody's not listening to it, I should say. So yes, we should we should band together like Purcell was just saying. But I think we should do it all. We should vote. Just because I don't believe it count on the presidential level, don't mean you shouldn't vote. Vote. Uh, protest. Uh, we used to go down to Cincinnati when Valerie Lambie would go to lunch. We would be out there protesting when she go to eat. Valerie Lemmon, sell out. Well, you know how embarrassing it is to be out with your husband. Some of you a group of people can't sell out. Some people don't want to do that. It's too controversial. But we did it. James Brown came to, to Cincinnati, and our group was down there chanting, and James Brown was going to concert, James Brown, sell out. James Brown, sell out. We let everybody know, James Brown, you're a sell out. you always been on the side of the people. you always been for civil rights. But right now we have a boycott in this city. We don't want no celebrities to the city. We want to bring this city down. We want to shut down. And we did we ran out the jazz festival. No jazz festival in Cincinnati. We ran it out of there. We ran out a big night star. We ran, all, Bill Cosby, a lot of folks said, okay, we ain't coming because of the boycott. And James Brown came and stopped his show in the middle of the show and said, folks, we can't do this. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I got to go with the success. So that city guy said, man, y'all causing us money. What do you want? That's what we did. If we just saw that, I this, I is agree you, this is Cincinnati. Last thing, last thing. Hold on. I'm coming, y'all. Right. Just, just as a commentator now. It's just my little two cent. Then I'll come to you, uh, Brother John. All I'm saying is, was it the greatest success? No. Well, did the civil rights, was that the best blow we could have threw as a people? No. Was the Montgomery bus boycott the best thing we could do as people? No. Was there a smoother way if we listen we'll walk? Probably. But all I'm saying is fight. This business of this is Babylon and, and I promise you, millions of people think like that. And now we can do we just and so I just think it's spiritual irresponsibility. But John.
7: Okay. Irresponsibility I might give you. Spiritual? I couldn't possibly give that to you. And here's why. Seth. Um there are I, I, I've asked you for scriptures, and, and I've had none, okay? But I can point to you... I, I couldn't. You point I, went, to I didn't have a mic. I can, that's okay. I can point you to scriptures where persons call themselves... They're going to do something other than what had already been proclaimed by the Most High, be it the 70-year captivity, or they're going to uh, uh, rise up and and get egypt to come fight with them against babylon or whatever the case may be and they end up dead and so i think that each person has a responsibility to follow them their heart because god doesn't he doesn't show us the same things at all times fact is is that if you put me in a room of sixth graders and they say Everyone that's six feet and above you can get a cupcake and we're gonna vote on this. <laughs> and everybody six foot and below, you know, we're gonna I'm voting. Yes, I'll vote. So it's it's like I'm not saying that it's wrong to vote. All I said was I choose not to be a Democrat. I choose not to be a Republican. I choose not to take part in
2: Okay. This for time's sake, let's do to- like I did, Brother Perseir per for time's sake. What should we do? What do you do? You told us what you don't do. What, what, what do you recommend the listeners as we're wrapping up the show, and I do wrapping up y'all in a few minutes, what should those listening that will not vote, ain't going to vote, don't believe in it, what should they do for change?
7: The same thing that the people who do vote and who do take a lot of activity, uh, uh, take on a lot of activities politically, each person should pray and fast and seek the insight and understanding of God on a personal level outside of what he's already put plainly in the scriptures, and we've touched on it a multitude of times. Humble yourself and pray. Turn from your wicked ways. Sister Eliana made it clear that right now we can do this on a personal level, but we've never done it on a corporate level. And and, right. and the thing is that when the time comes to do that, God will put it in the heart of a corporate people. He'll do that. But it may not be in our hearts now. And I don't feel like I've done some disservice to my forefathers by saying what I'm saying. Um, uh, by no stretch, because there were carnal people within those marches as well who were looking to achieve a political end. They were not looking okay, for okay, necessarily all right. to necessarily achieve an
2: only I only do this, y'all. If you notice, know to the end of the show,
7: so just don't think I'm That's being rude. I couldn't phone
2: call. Gotta have. No, you are fine. So listen, real quick, real quick, brother John. Let's yeah. say we seek the Father. If my people just call my name, humbly, self, pray, seek my face, trust me, we can wait. Okay, we do it. We do it. We do it. He gives you answers. What Absolutely. kind of answers? What you do, brother John, or can you see people doing? After they humble themselves, you still got to work within the system. The Father works with no. his hands and speaks feet no. upon the earth. Listen, you, let, me, let, me, listen, let, me, let me just say this Hold, this, Hold this, this. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Hold on.
1: Real
2: quick. Real quick. I'll be quick. But John, when mm-hmm. you pray and fast, he sends a messenger, answer. And then it's something you do in that system. Now you're following his word. What do you see kinds of things you think he might say to the masses of people, politically speaking, to do?
7: Continue to work hard with your hands. Make sure that you take care of your immediate family because for you not to do that is worse than an infidel. And once you take care of your immediate family, and I'm not just talking about financially, I'm talking about you have discussions with them, give them insight, instruction, understanding to the degree that you have it or to the degree that you can receive it, you go to your extended family or to your friends and you continue to have these type of discussions. But I honestly don't think it's going to be go vote and hold up uh, the sign of your favorite candidate. I don't think that, but it
3: could be
4: Beautiful.
7: for someone. All
2: right, I'd someone. like to jump in. So, St. Eliana, before you jump in, let me just say one more little thing, and then you can have the floor. Brother John, what responsibility do you have to City Hall and the State Capitol and the White House in 30 seconds? Absolutely and then listen, I have a
7: choice. I have no responsibility to those, uh, to to those um, entities, wow. have no responsibility at all. There are gotcha. people gotcha. Who, who do who do have a responsibility because it's in their heart to do so. I'm not one of them. Oh, okay. So you do believe somebody has a responsibility, but not you. Got gotcha. well, you. Well, you do believe, it's uh, of of I believe oh, there, there's me. a reason why the whole nation didn't march. Uh, With Martin Luther King, not everyone was in agreement. Some people may have come in agreement after he was already dead and and gone. Like I said a moment ago, what Sister Eliana had stated about humbling yourself and pray, it's done. Many people still do